Hi, and welcome to this week's LGBT Wellness Podcast. Each week, LGBT HealthLink, a program of Centerlink, brings you a roundup of some of the biggest LGBTQ wellness stories from the past week. Get ready to listen and learn lots. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another week and year of our LGBT Wellness Roundup. Don't forget that you can go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org to find a written version of the roundup that has links to all the stories we're about to discuss. Let's go to our first piece of the week, Exploring Stigma Facing Men of Color. Social Science and Medicine published a study which found that among Black and Latino sexual minority men, those with higher levels of socio-structural barriers, such as food and housing insecurity, also had higher levels of facing greater and more complex types of stigma. Additionally, those who faced compound stigma, which included intersectional stigma based on both their, uh, their race or ethnicity and their um, sexual orientation, those individuals had the highest levels of social structure or barriers and also mental health needs. Researchers say that these results demonstrate the importance of sociostructural issues and intersectionality in addressing LGBT health. Of course, we know that we can't address um, the health needs facing our community um, in, a, in a narrow way that uh, doesn't account for all of these different factors and that doesn't account for disparities within the overall LGBT population. So definitely a very interesting study to, to put some, um, some data uh, to what a lot of us you know, could probably intuitively observe about the needs facing our community. Next up, less bias, better screening. Health Promotion Practice published a study finding that among primary care providers in Kentucky, those with most positive explicit attitudes towards lesbian women were more likely to recommend members of this group to be screened for depression. Doctors who recommended such screenings also had slightly lower levels of implicit bias against lesbian women. Given the mental health disparities facing queer women and the importance of screening for depression and addressing these disparities, the results suggest that LGBT inclusion and anti-bias training may make providers better equipped to address mental health needs among the community. And now our next story, record fatalities in 2021. Time Magazine reported that anti-transgender violence and rhetoric contributed to 2021 being the most dangerous year on record for transgender and non-binary people in the U.S., with at least 50 gender minority individuals killed during that year. Noting that about half of these individuals were initially misgendered in either police or media reports, the researchers say that this is likely a significant underreporting in the full number of trans and non-binary people who faced fatal violence in 2021. Of course, as in many issues um, facing the LGBT community with respect to our health, the lack of, um, of clear and consistent and comprehensive data is consistently an issue. And here we see this again where, you know, this, this number, um, as tragic as it is, is likely not even the full extent of the problem. And, and, and the real number is likely far higher, but we don't have consistent uh, reporting in, in data around uh, gender identity or sexual orientation, for that matter, in terms of violent incidents that occur. Next up, Southern youth face disparities. The Hill reported on research finding that LGBT youth in the Southern United States faced lower levels of community acceptance than did youth in other parts of the country, with almost half of Southern LGBT youth saying their community did not accept them, compared to under a third of youth in other regions. 
They also face some higher mental health risk factors and lower access to gender-affirming care compared to youth in other parts of the country. And of course, we know that these um, have strong relationships to acceptance, stigma, and mental health. So a lot of interrelated things here, um, coming back to this idea um, in general of, uh, of community acceptance and, and the level of acceptance that these youth feel um, when they're in the process of coming out and, um, and living their lives. Our next story looks at demographic differences in suicide risk factors. JAMA shared new research on suicide risk among LGB individuals. They found that LGB adults faced up to six times a greater level of risk for different suicide-related factors when examining different demographic subpopulations considering factors such as age and race. This analysis also found some important uh, disparities within the LGBT uh, adult population, such as bisexual women facing uh, higher risks compared to lesbian women in some uh, demographic groups. This type of nuance difference might be important in considering interventions to address uh, these mental health issues and ultimately get people the care that they need. And in our final story of the week, a roundup roundup. NBC News published a list of its 21 most popular LGBT-related news stories of 2021. These stories included many pieces related to LGBT health, such as coverage of bills targeting the ability of trans teenagers to access medical care or participate in school sports, as well as uh, the issue of conditions facing incarcerated transgender men. They also included some positive news stories like LGBT athletes making history at the Olympics, and high-ranking LGBT officials like Rachel Levine and Pete Buttigieg making professional and personal history themselves. That concludes our first LGBT Wellness Roundup of 2022. Thanks as always for tuning in, and don't forget that if you want to read any of these stories for yourself, you can go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org where you will find links to all of those stories. Thanks so much, and tune in next week for another edition of the Roundup.